In a world of confusion and hot topics, we are all looking for answers. Welcome to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation on relevant issues today. And here's your host, Tammy Hotzenpeller. Hey guys, well, welcome back to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation. Did you, are you ready for this? Are you ready for some <laughs> real and honest conversation? Yes. I am so excited about my guest today, and Jane Layton has become a dear friend, but the reason I'm having her on my show today is not only do I want you to meet her, I want you to understand this is a woman that is an advocate for children. And in today's culture, we need advocates for children. So listen, guys, if you're watching me on my YouTube channel, hey, hello, good to have you here. And if you're listening on podcasts, you are going to want to share this story. Jane Layton, let's start. All right. Welcome, first of all. Thank you. Are you excited to be here? I am so excited. You look so pretty in that blue. Oh, I mean, it looks so good. You have no idea. We are into some really hot lights. And so like if we just like the makeup starts doing this, it's because... (laughs) You know, it's hard to have to look beautiful. And so we need these lights to help us, right? Oh, yeah, I need them. Am I calming your jitters a little (laughs) bit? Yes, you are. This is part of what I do. All right, let's just have conversation. This is real. It's raw. It's honest. You have been in the public school system for how many years? I was a public school teacher for 25 years in in the Orange University. No, wait a minute. You don't look that old. You're so sweet. I'm going to be 59 this month. What? I know. Newsflash. You know, listen, that just, (laughs) hey, you know what that means? That's called wisdom. Wisdom. So listen up. A, an educator for 25 years. What grades? I taught kindergarten through sixth grade. Okay. I finished the last 12 years in fifth fifth or sixth, fifth and sixth grade. Okay. So if you have a child in kindergarten through fifth or sixth, or you've had one, or you want one, you need to listen. Because listen, education 25 years ago looked a little different than it does today. Oh, it was so different. Yeah. When I started teaching, I had been in a, in a different profession. I'd, I'd been in sales. Mm-hmm. And and I just felt like God had called me to go back and get my math or my teaching credential because I already had my bachelor's. I had a bachelor's in journalism and a bachelor's in public relations. Mm-hmm. And so I went I went back and I got my teaching credential. And when I started, it was incredible. Uh, they were just starting to get things together for standards. We were still teaching, you know, the whole child looking at their social and emotional well-being, not just academics and pushing. We we were, uh, it was before the state tests were, were so anti-child is what I should say. It's wow. just teaching to the test. We And so when I started, we had critical thinking. We wanted kids to be able to read and write and, and speak and mm. critically think and problem solve. And then slowly over the last 25 years, it's changed. So so I was going to ask, when did you begin to see the education process? Because something I've talked about actually in in a podcast previous um, that I want you guys to go back and listen to all of these in this series. We talked about how how the enemy has come and he, he, he attacks education. He's always wanted to attack education, and he's going to do it in our school systems because you know why? Parents are so naive. We pack our little kids' lunches, and we send them off, and we assume that the teacher has the same presuppositions and convictions that we do, or we assume that they're just going to teach them to read and write and arithmetic and go on the playground. But you, now you're a believer and you have a conviction, you're going to teach them that way, but not all teachers were like that. So some of them had an agenda that was not healthy for our children. When did you see that beginning to happen? I started started seeing it and feeling it when Jacob was in, I want to say third or fourth grade. So he's 20, so I would say probably in the last decade. Okay, 10 years. So in the last decade. And what what I felt was a battle. 
and it was a spiritual battle. Every day I felt that I went, what was happening was I was getting attacked constantly. Every, I had, there was no secret that I was a Christian. I had a Bible. I had kept it on my desk. Uh, I, I refused to put it away. There, there were teachers that had, you know, all of what they believed up in, in the classroom. And I thought, well, then I'm going to have my Bible. And so I had always gotten along with everyone. I was highly involved in the district, and, and I was on a lot of committees. But I felt it 10 years ago that it was just, I, it was awful. And, and then it was slowly getting worse. I was on the curriculum council, so I, I got to see what we were looking at. What kind of curriculum were we going to be adopting? And we're a pretty, Orange Unified is pretty conservative compared to most of the other school districts. Mm. But we were starting to look at things that I thought, I would not want my child to learn that. COVID-19 was a gift. It was horrible. It was horrible for what it did to the children. But what it get, did for the parents was it allowed them to wake up. When we had to go online, you know, I think it was like right before St. Patrick's Day, we went online and I mean, we went online on a, we went home on a Friday and on Monday we went online. God had told me, and I know it's gonna sound crazy, but God had told me get everything ready. Wow. So I got everything ready for all of my students. At the time I had 99 students because I taught math, but I had everything ready. I had, them, I had them take home that day, everything that they would need to learn at home. And then, because we were told we'll be back in two weeks, but I knew we wouldn't be back in two weeks. But parents had a chance to really get to see what teachers were teaching. They got to hear. You know, okay, we had to touch on a couple of oh, things. Oh, sorry about that. No, no, let's keep talking because <laughs> this is so it's good. It's my passion. I mean, no, I, yeah. I know. We're going we're gonna to pick it up because I love the fact that Holy Spirit prompted you. Yeah. See, this is what happens. Listen, this is so good. As you know, you've heard my story and he was prompting me right after COVID-19 hit, you know, March 11th, the whole bit happened. If you listen to Holy Spirit, he will prompt you and prepare you. So you got preparation. You got the kids ready. Oh, yeah. You sent them home. And it was seamless for me. Oh, and I've really never heard anyone say how COVID-19, and you're 100% right, because my daughter-in-law said the same thing through Zoom classes. I had no idea my children were learning this. And, and it was great. And the way they were learning. So, so, you know, as much as the enemy had a plan, so did God. Well, and that's it. God always has a better plan. Mm -hmm. And so we were all kind of really stressed. There was a lot of pressure on us. And then I just thought... I, I, I know that God put me in education. I know that it, my gift is with teaching children and loving on them. Mm. So I, I actually did very well. But I had friends who had no, no idea because I, I, I didn't want to speak ill of the teachers that I, were, I was working with as a Christian. Mm -hmm. But they got to hear the nonsense that they were teaching. Wow. You know, the, it was all woke. And then when the whole Black Lives Matter happened, it changed mm. because it should be about all lives matter, yeah. especially the unborn. Yeah. And that's what we raised our children to think, mm. Bailey and, and Jacob. So then their agenda got to be in the classroom. Mm -hmm. And then their agenda of the LG, I can't think LGBTQ. of all of it. Yeah, mm -hmm. all of that. So everything was on, they, parents were hearing it. Mm -hmm. Some parents embraced it, mm -hmm. but the majority were, mm -hmm. were just horrified. Mm -hmm. Horrified. But why is it the silent majority you know like where are they wake up why, why are you I don't silent know. okay let's segue because this is really good this just happened today in california so um i don't know where you're watching this from because we're all over the country but here in california we have something that's called ab 1314 
And mm. what that is, it's a bill that um, uh, a congressman, I believe congressman here in uh, Orange County, um, a legislator of some branch, you'll, you'll have to forgive me and check me on that one, but tried to bring AB 1314 to the House, which states that if a child uh, 12 years old or older decides he wants to be called the opposite pronoun that he is, the the bill says that the parent that the teacher has to notify the parent so we've been praying that way we've been praying that that would be passed and that the ch the parent has to be notified and a teacher has to say hey we want you to know your child wants to be known as a he although they're a she or a she although they're a he but within 30 minutes that was shot down and that just happened today this morning mm. so i want you to know right now here in california it is still legal for a teacher to hide the gender struggle of a 12 year old and not bring that to light to a parent now you tell me how that can can happen how can that happen jane when a parent doesn't have a right to know a struggle that their child is going through or a question we actually had that last year and it broke my heart mm. so i try not to get emotional but i had um two girls that i had in fifth grade whose parents went through one parent, it was just not a good time. Mm. So I felt like they were safe in my class. They they felt safe. And then they were in seventh grade. So they were in fifth grade, and then two years later, they were in seventh grade. And they were struggling with who they were. Mm -hmm. And not not their identity, but we had teachers that globbed onto that. Mm -hmm. I don't know any other way. Mm -hmm. They had an agenda. They had an agenda. And by the middle of last year, these girls believed that they... Um, one one believed that she was going to be a boy, mm -hmm. and the and the other one believed that she was now gay, mm -hmm. and and that's not what they were feeling. They were just feeling lost. Yeah. Parents had gotten a divorce, they and so they took an opportunity of innocence, mm -hmm. of just wow. trying to tell them everything's going to be okay. And distorted it to force an agenda. Force an agenda. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But here's the cool thing. Can mm -hmm. I tell you? Yeah. I was at a baby shower, mm. of my hairdresser, and um, her mom came, mm. and the little girl came. Mm. She's out of our school. Mm. Uh, she's getting counseling, and she no longer thinks she's a boy. Yeah. Mom went back to church, mm. rededicated Amen. herself to the Lord. Amen. What a story. I know. A redemptive story. And I used to call this girl out, and I'd say, you, you are a child of God. Yeah. You are not gay. Wow. You are not a boy. Yeah. And then teachers would say, you are not allowed to say that to her. And I said, this is my last year. Yeah. I can say whatever I want. First of all, let me thank you for taking a stand with your conviction. Because I think that's where we're struggling right now is we're not seeing Christians speak up and stand up. No. We're not seeing Christians, you know, they say, well, we don't have a right to do that. You have every right to do that because you're an ambassador of the Almighty God. You are a spokesperson. You are a child of God. And, you know, the enemy will try to strike them with their identity. Oh, I was absolutely. reading something this morning. I don't have my notes in front of me, but it talked about how many young boys and girls are struggling right now and wanting to reverse right now that distortion mm -hmm. and that confusion. Because listen, don't you remember those rebellious years in yes. middle school? You know, when you were trying to figure something out and some of you go crazy with drugs or alcohol or sex or you're trying to find who you are. And now there's such an agenda for that to be a sexual, yes, you know, distortion of your identity. And God forbid, I mean, it's exactly where this agenda is going. Mm -hmm. And so let me just say to you right now, we've got to speak up. Well, well I want to segue because I love what you've done. You, you resigned yourself from your 25 years in the public school. 
and you are a part now of a independent learning center. Can you tell us a little oh. bit about that? Oh. I think it's called In- Influence Learning Center. So, well, first us. of all, it is. In- yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, no, I'm so excited. Yeah. You know, uh, I was pr- I had prayed. And, uh, fasting with God was last year, right? Oh, wow, yeah. My and book, Fasting with God. My, yeah. my whole thing I prayed about was God to show me what to do with, if I needed to stay or not stay. Wow. And then you and Pastor Phil approached me. Mm-hmm. And I was, Dennis was like, wow, that's God's answer. So I didn't hesitate. Yeah. I have had the most joyous year I've ever had in my life as a teacher. Mm-hmm. I, don't get me wrong. I loved every moment that I had with the students. Yeah. There were challenging years, mm. challenging students, mm-hmm. but, I, but I still enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I have joy. We start each day in the classroom. We pray, yeah. and then each child gets to pray, mm-hmm. whoever wants to pray. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they pray with such urgency yeah. and such honesty. Yeah. And I think any time that, and we rarely have any, any social issues because we just talk about Jesus. Yeah. We talk about God. Yeah. Well, you know, I love it. Obviously, full disclosure, my <laughs> grandbaby is in your class. My little Gracie Bell is in the kindergarten class with you. And I can't even thank you for all she's learned. Oh. And as I listen to her pray and salute and, and do the Pledge of Allegiance and the Pledge to the Christian flag and things that children aren't allowed to do in school today. But I, I want to take a few moments before we end here because it's very important Um, If you've never heard of Influence Learning Academy, please check us out here at Influence Church. But I love the model. I believe the model needed to change in the public schools. I truly do. Oh, absolutely. And I think parental involvement is kind of like the little house on the prairie school. That's exactly what it is. And we need to go back to that because, first of all, parents need to be informed and involved. I mean, I love the fact that my daughter comes up here and she's a part of the classroom. She knows what's going on. Parents have gotten lazy we see the public school as babysitters. You know, I'm paying my taxes. That's what I pay taxes for. All the lies of the enemy. You're going to let somebody raise your children with a conviction that you don't agree with. And then you wonder years later what happened to my child. Get busy. Get involved. And I think learning centers are the new model oh, for tomorrow. So talk to me a little bit about what this learning center is and why you believe it's so important. Well, I believe it's so important, first of all, because we put the Lord first. Mm. We, you know, like you said, we, we start God-centered. And, and we are there. I know myself and the other teachers. We feel like we're there because God wants us there. And that everything I do in that classroom is to glorify him. Yeah. And I pray every day. I go early and I just pray for the Lord to speak through me. Mm. That nothing comes out of my mouth that is not kind and uplifting for these kids. How many of you had teachers like that with your kids right now? I'm just, do you hear what I'm saying here? Okay, go ahead. I just okay. had to say that. That's so beautiful. No, and, and I get to freely do it. Mm-hmm. I think what's so beautiful is everything is taught through a biblical perspective. Mm-hmm. And and we have, the, the cool thing is, is I wish we had had something like this for Bailey and Jacob. Mm-hmm. But we, we didn't. I got to handpick their teachers. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Lord. But, um, you know, they get to, we, we have core classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I, right now in kindergarten, I'm every day. Mm-hmm. And then on the other days, they have these incredible yeah. electives. They get to take um, graphic design. They can take skateboarding. They can take Legos, STEM, science, Spanish. Mm-hmm. And, and they're, t- they're taking, I can't remember exactly what it's called. I think it's creative arts, but they get to, the, um, 
they get to learn to write music mm -hmm. and they have singing and, and what about professor david what they're learning in in media Oh. Is that right? Pe Pre Professor yes. David is here with us no. today. No, and you know what? He, I'm going to Jane, just... I have to tell you. Okay, okay, we are in the media room here at Influence Church. You know, I'm a pastor here at Influence Church. Like, I'm in this room a lot. I come by the other day to come in to do some work. And in here is Professor David. So he's on staff here at Influence, but he actually is teaching these kids how to do media, how to record, how to film. And they look at me, give me the nod. What's up, Pastor Tammy? What's up? Do you want to come into our class? Like I was interrupting them and it made me so happy yes. that these kids have taken over the church, that they feel this is their home. Mm -hmm. They're confident. They're, these are sixth and seventh graders walking around like they own the place. Where do your kids have that kind of confidence when they can walk around adults and they're raised with confidence and boldness? It wasn't arrogance. No. It was confidence. And I'm telling you what, it made me say, I'm so glad we started this school. Oh, it is such a blessing for every child that's yeah. there. And it's knowing when parents drop their child off, they know they're not going to get indoctrinated in anything other yeah. than do the doctrine. Yeah, oh, that's I, good. I mean, and, and um, yeah, David is amazing. Yeah. You know, I, I get to see some of the kids that he is teaching to yeah. film on Sundays. Yeah. And what a blessing. Yeah. Yep. It's that kind of, it's our community is it what is. It, is. it is. Little House on the Prairie mm. is perfect. But it is a learning community. Well, we're going to have to decide what we want. We're going to have to decide who we want to teach. And, you know, it's funny. I'm going to end with this because I've heard people say, oh, you Christians, you just, you're, it, you know, you're brainwashing these children. And I say, amen. Amen. Because every brain needs a good scrub. You know, I mean, everybody needs their mind to be clean. They need their mind to be reset. They need to be challenged and to think. We need to have the thoughts of God. So I'm telling you what, I am so proud of the stand that we've taken here at Influence Church for our country, for our faith, and for our children. Let me tell you what, right now I'm going to close with this. The enemy's trying to take out your children, and you have to be an advocate. And I'm not trying to diss on the public school. There might be some good ones out there, but just go to your school. Go to your school boards. Find out what's happening. Find out if there's an agenda to confuse your children, because mama and daddy, that really is on you and your watch. And if you can't be a part of that, then look for a learning center or do some homeschooling or, or start a community of teachers. Do something because we're living in a day that the enemy truly is trying to take the minds and the hearts of our children today. Amen. Amen. Any final word before we end? I just want to thank you hmm. for hiring me, al allowing me to, to do, continue doing what I, I love so much. And you're so good at and thank, oh, thank you, you for what you're doing with gracie bell <laughs> hey guys thank you for being here for real and honest conversations and guys let me just encourage you have these conversations with your friends you know get a group of girlfriends talk look at kids school books go into the classroom ask some questions interview teachers be an advocate and then pass this on to someone just say hey, i'd like you to listen to this podcast tell me what you think or hey would you watch this youtube video i'm curious to know what you think about our schools today but be an advocate, know what your children are learning, talk to your children, because God knows what's happening on our watch today, and you should know too. Thanks for being part of uh, 
real and honest conversations. And guys, would you go down right now and subscribe? I'd love for you to make sure you get all of the notifications for all of our videos and all of our podcasts. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. God bless. Thanks for joining us today on Tam Talks. You can find more resources and information at TammyHotzenpeller.com. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to share this podcast with a friend. We pray blessings and abundance over your life today. Until next time, stay safe and God bless.